Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your favorite Fatboy Rary coming at you with another Fatboy Takes. So I hope you guys are all doing good. I know your boy hasn't done a pod in a while, but there's not like really much going on except for like all the NBA stuff, which I'm going to talk about today. Um, but also, I just want to say this. I hope all you guys are wearing your mask. I hope you guys are not being dicks and flat earthers and shit. I hope you guys are really wearing your mask because this corona shit is really popping off. Like, I'm from California. So obviously you guys know that it's popping the fuck off in California, in Florida, in Arizona. I hope you guys are not being jackasses. I hope you guys are, are taking care of yourselves by wearing a mask and other people. Just remember, it's not always about you. You know, you got to think of the other people. Like me, dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I have a job that I have to walk around the shit ton, dude, and I have to wear a mask. I wear a mask for 10 hours walking around and like i mean but like i'm not just saying like walking around your boy like be fucking hustling and shit and i'm wearing a mask sweating my ass off i fucking hate it so like i understand the people like i know some of you guys don't like it i don't fucking like it but i am not gonna be a selfish piece of shit and i'm gonna do it you know i'm not gonna put anyone's life at risk you know just because i don't want to wear a mask and i'm gonna be a fucking baby stop being fucking babies Wear your fucking mask. Don't be a fucking douchebag. That's it about that. Um, also, on today's part, we're going to talk about, obviously, what's going on with basketball right now. We have an official return date, July 30th. Uh, they, they announced the first two games. Uh, also, a couple of more things, like stuff going on in the bubble. Um, yeah. And uh, no, 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 nothing about gaming. This pod will probably be like really short and sweet. Uh, I don't think it'll be too long, but you never know with me. Sometimes I just fucking end up talking a lot. Um, but yeah, let's get into this bitch. Also, I have I didn't write down no notes, so if you hear any clicking, it's me pulling up stuff on my other monitor. Um, but yeah, mm, this pod probably be all over the place, but that's okay. Your boy had to get on the mic. He had to stop being lazy. Also, we're going to talk about Dak signing the extension. So, yeah. With that, let's start this bitch up. All right. So, basically, let's just start it off. Let's talk about Dak. Let's get that shit out the way. He fucking signed the franchise tag, which was fucking great. You know, I don't know who the fuck is advising that man. Literally fucking telling him that he's worth $40 million. But we all know that he's not worth $40 million. Like, if at this point, if you are a Cowboys fan and you honestly think paying Dak $40 million is a good idea, you are a fucking clown. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, if you don't like it, you come follow the pod. You know me. I don't really care, you know. I do this shit for fun. So if you don't like something I say and then you don't follow me because of that, oh, too fucking bad, dude. But, yeah, like, there is no way you can tell me that Dak Prescott is worth $40 million. And I do not want you guys to be like, oh, dude, look at Dak's rookie season. Dak's rookie season, he was, like, the best one of the top five QBs, blah, blah, blah. Dude, nobody cares about that season. You know why? Because he didn't win anything. They lost to the fucking Packers, dude. That's what happened. They lost to the Packers. Um, and then after that, what happened? Nothing. The man has literally done nothing. Like, I I guess at this point, I guess I'm just a Dak hater. Like, I am not big on Dak. 
If you listen to my pods, you'll obviously know that. Like, I'm, I love the Cowboys. Obviously, I talk about them all the time. But I'm not a big that guy. And it's just, I don't understand, like, why our fan base defends this dude. Like, I get it. He's our quarterback. But you got to hold him accountable for playing, like, trash. Like, every time we're in a big game, the man literally chokes. And I know I've said it a million times. He stays overachieving playing against scrubs. He balls out playing against the Giants. He balls out playing against the Redskins. When he has to play a good team, the man is nowhere to be seen. He gets exposed every fucking time. Uh, at this point, it's pretty ridiculous if you still think he's worth $40 million. And you guys already know me. I already said, I had said that... If Andy Dalton was going to be starting and Dak was going to sit out, then Andy Dalton would have probably gotten, got us into the playoffs with the whole new one more team's going to get into the playoffs from each side or two more, whatever the, the new ruling is. He would have probably got us in. Um, he could have he could have went 8-8-8, eight, 100% eight, eight, 8-8, eight, eight, maybe even 10-8. That that's probably good enough to get in the playoffs this year. Well, yeah, 10-8 will probably get a team in the playoffs this year. Especially in the Cowboys division because that division is absolute dog shit. That is probably the weakest division in football. Also, this one goes for my buddy Nico. I'm going to say this right now, dude. The Buffalo fucking Bills. I think the Buffalo Bills have a good shot at making the AFC Championship game this year. I'm just going to throw that out there because he asked me yesterday. And I was like, listen, bro. I think your squad is solid. I like what they did last season. Like, yes, they had a really easy schedule last season. But the big games they had to win, they did. Um, and I, I think Josh Allen will, be, will will have another year of maturity this year. He'll be more mature this year. His decision-making is going to be better. Because to me, I think the Buffalo Bills, like, their biggest hole is at quarterback. And it's not, like, I like Josh Allen. But the thing that bothers me about Josh Allen, he's he's young and he's raw, you know? So the problem with him is like he makes a lot of bad decisions, but also his coach doesn't really help him out. Like they like for example, when they played the Texans, they were running the ball, they were running the ball well, and all of a sudden they stopped running the ball. Like the second the whole second half, they were throwing the ball the whole time. And I I don't know why. I found it so weird that they went away from the run, like they were mixing it up. They were doing well the first, the first half, and then the second half, it was like, dude, we're gonna abandon the run. We're gonna put the game on Josh Allen's shoulders, and it's like Josh Allen wasn't ready for that yet. But I think that that was good experience for him because you know the kid's young and he's only gonna get better. And another thing about Josh Allen, the kid can run, dude. The kid's very athletic, so he can extend plays. Uh, so I like that about him. Um, to me, I just feel that he makes bad decisions. But uh, I think the team's going to be super solid this year. The defense is going to be good. We already know they have two lockdown corners. Like, you can't throw to White's side. White's a fucking baller. Uh, I forgot the other dude's name, but he's a good corner. Um, and that defense is legit. We know the defense is legit. I like. I love the addition of Stefan Diggs. They went out there and they were like, yo, my dude, like Josh Allen, uh, here you go. You, We got you a, 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 a clear number one. Uh, we all know Stefan Diggs is going to be the clear number one. 
Like, there's no way John Brown is going to be the number one over Diggs. Um, but also, John Brown had a really, really good season last year. I think he was like a top three receiver in the AFC. So, uh, they have three really good receivers. Um, I I love Cole Beasley. He's a really, really good slot receiver. We all know that. We see all the work he did at Dallas. That dude, when he needs to make a play, he makes a play. So, you know that about Beasley. Um, so I really like how the Bills are set up right now. Good defense, good receivers. The only thing is lacking is like I feel the quarterback, but I feel that this year he's going to have a really good season. He's gonna he's gonna mature this year in front of our eyes. So I have a feeling the Buffalo Bills have a good shot of making the AFC championship game. I don't I'm not gonna say they're gonna beat the the Chiefs, man, because the Chiefs are are loaded. That team is exactly the same. And we know those dudes, those dudes can score at will. But I do like the Buffalo Bills to make it to the AFC Championship game. I would love, I would actually love to see it, dude. I'm gonna be honest. Like I know I talk a lot of shit to my buddy about the fucking Bills, but the fucking Bills are legit. I like the moves they made um, this off season. So I hope we see them in the AFC Championship game. Um, I'm not sleeping on the Ravens because we know what Lamar Jackson can do. Lamar Jackson's a bad man. Uh, the the Ravens also also uh, made good moves in the in the offseason. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, I would love to see the Bills in the AFC Championship game. Um, and I think I do think they'll get there. Like I'm not like I think the team is super solid. And I and then then another thing, the thing with the Bills. The Pats are, would always big brother them. The Pats are not there no more, though. I don't think the Pats are going to be as good as they were. But the only, I'm going to say this. like I cannot count out Belichick. Bill Belichick is a, just a fucking mastermind. Like, I'm going to be honest. The dude can just flat out coach his ass off. So I can't I can't really count out the Pats. But I think the, the Bills are going to win that, that division. I don't see anybody standing in their way. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it about football. We talked about the man Dak finally, finally, finally not being a clown and signing that uh, franchise tag. And we talked about the Bills. And yeah, now we're going to talk about the NBA. And that should be it for the pod. Like I said, short and sweet, dudes. All right, all right. So what we know about the NBA... We know it's coming back July 30th. Originally, it wanted to start at July 31st, but they decided on July 30th. It's going to be played in Disney World in a bubble, um, which the players are going to have, like, fucking access to literally whatever the hell they want. Like, what what, what were, like, the... they didn't, Well, it wasn't their demands, but, like, I guess the league made it to, like... They were as comfortable as possible. They're going to have like 24-hour concierge service. Um, they're going to have... They're going to be able to gamble. They're going to get like... They're going to be have DJs go there. Performers go to the bubble. Like, dude. Like, these dudes are going to have it made in that damn bubble. Like, if I wasn't going to... If I was like able to go to the bubble, like they are like... Oh, you know. Oh, because they only... It's mostly the playoff teams. So they'll be like, even if I wasn't even like like the teams that are fighting for the playoffs, I would just go because that shit is fucking cool. It sounds fucking cool. The only problem is that they're like complaining because they're going to be there for three months. But man, like, are you really going to complain when you're like 
my like Florida has good weather. Um, you're going to be wine. You're gonna be. You're gonna basically get wine and dine. The NBA is gonna kiss your fucking ass. Like, why the hell wouldn't you want to go? I'm like, but like, also like, well, I understand why some players don't want to go. Like, perfect example, Avery Bradley from the Lakers. You know, I totally respect his decision for not going. You know, he he has a son that has respiratory issues. And he's like, I want to eliminate every single chance of my son getting coronavirus. Because basically, let's be honest, if if you have respiratory issues and you get coronavirus, it's going to be GG's, fucking F's in the chat. Basically, you're going to fucking die. So, Avery Bradley, I mad respect to you, bro. I know you want to win a championship, obviously. You've been working your ass off, you know. And, and we can tell, like... From when you tore your he from when he tore his ACL, the man's like oh he's like almost back. So it sucks that that you know he is not gonna go to the bubble. But I completely respect his reasoning, uh, cause I know a couple of people out there are like trying to shit on him for not going to the bubble. But man, you gotta understand like it's not about him. It's about his family. Like he's not trying. Imagine you being a dad. And you get the coronavirus, you bring it home, and you know that your son has, like, bad lungs, and you give him the coronavirus, and you kill him. Like, how the hell would you be able to live with yourself? You literally just killed your son because you were being selfish. So, so big ups to Avery Bradley. Good for you, man. I'm glad you were like, you know what? Like, I, I'm down for the Lakers. I'm down for my boys. But my family comes first. And that's how it always should be. Your family should always come first. So good to you, uh, Avery Bradley. Big ups to you, big man. Uh, but like I said, like if you if I didn't have any issues, like if I was an NBA player and I didn't have any issues like that, I would definitely go to the bubble. There's like no excuse for me not to go to the bubble. Like you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be getting paid fat amounts of money. I'm gonna be I'm gonna have 24 hour concierge service. I'm gonna be able to gamble if I want. Be able to stay up. And let's be honest, dude. You know that people are going to be going in and out of that bubble. Like, I don't care that they're over here saying, like, we're going to have an anonymous hotline, and you're going to be able to call on the players and tattle on them. Man, I bet you guys 100% that they're going to be bringing in chicks on buses, like, every other night, dude. There is no way that these players go to that bubble and not get some ass. I'm just going to throw that out there. Let's just be honest, dude. You know they're going to be bringing chicks to the bubble. Um, also, another thing, that whole ring thing is insane to me. They literally designed a special ring for them that they're, they they get to wear. That this ring has a fucking chip that, that measures your vitals. And it can tell if you have the coronavirus. Like, dude, that is insane. That ring is literally a big fuck you to poor people. They're like, hey, dude, we have all this fucking money. Check us out. We made this cool ring here that tells us the vitals, that can tell us if you have coronavirus, like, within three days. And, yeah, fuck you, poor people. This is what money buys you. Like, damn, dicks. That's just my take, though. Let's probably get back on the subject. But yeah, they're going to be wearing one of those rings where all they're in the bubble. Um, I just And then I don't know if the staff is going to be able to go in and out. I know that a lot of players are complaining about that. Um, 
like they're like oh i don't know because the staff is going to be able to go in and out as they please um so i don't know but the thing is it's like i don't know the whole temperature checks thing like what if the staff does what they're supposed to do and nobody gets it like i'm gonna be honest at like my job we like go in and out nobody's got the corona yet the one person that did get it is okay now and nobody else has got it since so who knows maybe they'll keep the like they'll hit them with the gun oh and by the way yesterday i got hit with the with the temperature gun it was pretty weird i went to go get a haircut and they were like yo dude let me hit you with the temperature gun dude and he hits me with the temperature gun he's like all right bud let's go get the, let's let me cut this fro and i was like okay it was a kind of weird experience but let me get back on the topic now um but yeah like uh like yeah they're i guess it'll be cool if they do all that stuff um also uh i think i find it like crazy that they're gonna like be have concierge service like 24 7 like basically they're gonna be like if they want something at whatever time of the night they're gonna get it if they want to fucking get drunk as fuck at fucking three in the morning they're gonna be able to do it and i think there's also gonna be a casino in the in the in the bubble so that's pretty fucking rad like i don't know dude if i was an nba player i'd be like dude fuck yeah let's go and another thing dude that i noticed they really 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 want to get zion into the playoffs it is so fucking obvious just look at the pelican schedule the pelican schedule probably have the pelicans probably have the easiest schedule like their schedule is fucking cakewalk they're they the nba is dying for these ratings and it is so obvious the fact if you look at the pelican schedule you're just like bruh what the fuck they really 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 trying to get zion in the playoffs so everybody can watch the first round let's be honest the first rounds of the playoffs are usually trash like 95 percent of the time like i'm not even gonna lie i'm i'm gonna watch that first round if the pelicans make it i will watch the lakers play the pelicans just because i, I want to see zion versus lebron but let's be honest here. Zion is like way too raw. He ain't going to be able to guard LeBron. So I'm just going to put this out there right now. Let's not all pretend like it's it's going to be amazing. Because I don't think Zion will be able to guard LeBron. LeBron is just so much better than him right now. Right now, LeBron's already at the end of his road. But LeBron's still better than Zion. Zion's a rookie. He's still super raw. Like, let's not act like Zion is going to just shut down LeBron James. It ain't going to happen. But it'll be cool to see. And also, you know, everybody wants to see Lonzo Ball versus the Lakers because, you know, they traded him away. Same with Brandon Ingram. You know, so they have like a, it's like kind of like they have a grudge, you know. So, you know, it's kind of, they're kind of like the, the Pelicans have a chip on their shoulders, you know, because the, the two young kids got traded from the Lakers for AD and then Zion versus LeBron. So I can see why the NBA is kind of pushing to get the Pelicans and Zion into the playoffs. It makes sense, obviously. Um, but yeah, uh, also, the first games are pretty sick. Like, I'm not going to lie. I really like the the Lakers versus the Clippers. That's going to be a great... Well, I can't really say the game's going to be great. Let's be honest... They haven't played in three months. The games are going to be like super, super sloppy. 
let's not act like we're going to see like top quality basketball. Like just I'm just going to throw this out there. We all know how 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 the first 2 weeks of the season usually go. Most of the players don't start start looking like themselves to like 3 weeks into the season, a month into the season. So let's not act like ba- the basketball is going to be pretty. The basketball is going to be pretty freaking ugly. Also, I have a feeling a lot of players are going to get injured. I really, really hope nobody gets injured. Obviously, I don't want to see that. But just the way that they haven't played in so long, and they're going to be, they're going to go from like not playing to like full game speed like overnight. Yes, I know they're going to op- they're going to do their little training camp or whatever, but. They've been chilling for three months, some of them. We don't know if they've been grinding. Hopefully, they've been grinding. Obviously, we know the Joker's been grinding. The Joker is skinny as shit. Marcus has been grinding his ass off. I have never seen Marcus that skinny. So, we know some of these players are putting in mad work. Uh, so, they've been working on their craft. Um, so, I think it's going to be pretty exciting to see like the players that have been putting in work, see what they look like. And also, I know that Kawhi has been grinding. Doc Rivers has been, like, gushing about him, talking about how he's finally in shape, how at the beginning of the season he wasn't, like, he he didn't have a camp because he was rehabbing an injury. So this whole corona, he he the whole three months off, he's been grinding, grinding, trying to get himself back into shape. So it's going to be interesting. And, and I'm going to be honest, like, that is really, really scary because Kawhi without a camp was, like, averaging 25 points a game. Jesus Christ, that is fucking ridiculous. With no camp, nothing. This is just him being him, like out of shape. So it's gonna be very, very interesting to see what he looks like once he once he comes back. Um, and also I know that LeBron's been putting in work, AD's been putting in work, so that's gonna be cool to see too. I know, I know the C's have been putting in work. Um. I'm pretty sure everybody's been putting in work. Like like 95% of these players have been putting in work. Um, but we're going to find out. Like I said, we're going to find out July 30th. Um, I really like the, the kickoff game, which is... Uh, I think the first game is Portland Grizzlies, but whatever that game's like, whatever. The second game is the game. We're going to get the Battle of LA Part 3. Lakers versus Clippers. We're, we, I'm just going to say this. We can't really put... A lot of stock into that game because it's obviously the first game back. But I think it's still cool to see that game being the first game played. And then the second night, well, the third night, you get to see the the Seas versus the Bucks. That should be a good game. Obviously, it's going to be as good as, I don't know, it's not going to be like amazing. Like I said, like I've been blabbering about. It's been three months. They haven't played. But it's still going to be nice to see the Seas play the, the Bucks. That would have been like a fucking premiere game, but, you know, it's not going down. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the other game was Portland. Uh, that's the first game. The first game is Portland Grizzlies, and then the next one is Lakers. No, actually, I am tripping. The, f- the first night is Clippers-Lakers, and then the second night is the Grizzlies-Portland. And then the third night, well, the second night was the 31st will be the Bucks at Seas. And then the first game. Oh, and also the games are being shown really, really early. You got to stay on top of that. Um, like the Laker game, obviously the Laker game is going to be the late game, but it's going to be at 6 p.m., which is, that's like regular time. But 
the Grizzly game is going to be at 1 p.m. Pacific, which is weird. Like, that's like a really, really early game, 1 p.m. And then the Seas uh, Milwaukee game will be at 3.30 early. Usually the first game for the East starts at 4.30, so that's an hour early. And then they're going to have the Nuggets versus Heat, and that game is going to be at 11 a.m. PST on August 1st. Like, man, some of these games are really, really early. That's kind of like throwing me off. Like, that the games are kind of early. I'm not used to seeing the games that early. Um, But, yeah. And also, another thing they said, that they're going to be playing the games, like, simultaneously. So, like, I don't know if you're going to be, like, seeing, like, another game being played in the background. Obviously, there's not going to be any fans in the bubble. So, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be weird. I don't know. It's going to be a, a weird experience to see that. But, yeah, I'm hyped about the, the first three games uh hopefully we see some good basketball obviously we all miss our sports so hopefully it comes back and it's not that sloppy like hopefully it's good um also i would the raptors i'm just gonna throw this out there the raptors have a rough schedule they play the seas the bucks i think they, they play the lakers like the the raps have a tough schedule so the raps can drop off that second seed but we'll see though Man, I don't know, man. Like, it's just weird to me, like, not, like, seeing these dudes play and then they're going to play this late. So, it's like, I, I don't, like, I don't know who to pick. Like, as, like, I, that's why I, have, I haven't said, like, yo, this team's going to win. Like, I can't really say anything. Like, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, I think every team, like, the, the top three, four, the top three teams in the East, the top three teams in the West... They all have a shot at winning the championship. Like, just hear me out. Like, a lot of people are gonna be like, "Nah, nah, nah. You, you're, you just, you're dumb. Like, it's gonna be the Clippers or the Lakers or the Bucks." Nah. The only reason I say that is because every single team, like all those teams, they're all gonna be one hundred percent healthy. Um, and like. We don't know which team is going to have the most chemistry. Just think about it. Like, what if the Lakers come back and their chemistry's shit? And also, they suffer the loss of Avery Bradley. I'm going to be honest. The loss of Avery Bradley is big for the Lakers. That is their best on-ball defender. And then also, there's rumors of them signing J.R. Smith. I don't know if that's the answer. I don't know if J.R. Smith can still play at the level he played at before. So, like, I don't know. But I'm going to be honest. Losing Avery Bradley for the Lakers is huge. Best on-ball defender. He guarded all the good point guards. And we already know that the West has all the good point guards. So, yeah. I can't be like, oh, the Lakers. Like, I can't really pick a clear-cut team that that I think is going to win it. And then you have the Nuggets. Like, the Nuggets are good. Joe Keek's obviously in the best shape of his life. So, I, like, what if that helps him out tremendously and he just absolutely balls the fuck out? And then Jamal Murray, what if Jamal Murray has just been grinding his ass off? It's like, see, that's, like, the thing. We don't know what's going to happen. Like, there are some players that have been grinding their asses off since they went on quarantine. So we can't really say, like, what if they elevated their game to another level? Like, we, like I, there's just no way of knowing who the hell's going to win. Like, I'm just going to be honest. And then it's like you don't know who's going to have the best chemistry at the time. Like, 
team chemistry is huge in the NBA, obviously. Like, how, how does, like, like, I don't know. Like, it's just weird. Like, I've never, ever watched basketball and been like, I think this team is a clear favorite over here. And I think this team is a clear favorite over here. Like, I do not fucking know who is a clear favorite to win the championship. Like, I do not know. And it's weird. I, I just find it weird. Um, What else? Like, that's pretty much it, man. Like, those are, like, everything that's going to go down. I talked about the bubble. Like, to me, I think the bubble is a good idea. I'm glad they're doing it. Hopefully, these players stick to it because we need sports. And also, I respect what Kyrie and Dwight Howard are doing. Like, if they're, they're right, you know, I don't think they're wrong about that whole not wanting to play because they want everything to be focused on the protest, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. I completely, completely understand where they are coming from. Like, I'm not going to hate on what they're doing. Like, I know there's people out there saying they're fucking idiots. Like, why are they fucking doing that? You guys got to understand, like, those black people have been oppressed for a long time. All that systematic racism is real. All that social profiling is real. Cops do fuck with them a lot. And it's true what they say, you know, it's like there's no sports. There's nothing going on. So they have a complete focus on that. It's like they feel like if they don't fix this issue now, that they're never going to fix this issue. Which I really, really hope it's not the case. Like, I can see both sides of that argument. Also, like, with the NBA players being like, no, we have the biggest voice. Like, we can play and have a voice. But listen, I'm going to be honest here. Like, I don't know if you guys... Listen, I'm just going to throw this out there. I really hope that when you guys listen to this pod, you don't get offended. Like, I know there's a lot of snowflakes out there that get offended for everything these days. I hope that is not my audience. I, like, want to be able to say whatever I want, and I don't want you guys to think I'm a fucking dick or a piece of shit. Because I'm fucking not. But okay, enough. Um, Basically, like, there's, like, no sports, so everything's focused on that. So it's, like, I do feel that it's good. And, like, like back to the point I was trying to make. Let me gather my thoughts here. Basically, I'm just going to throw this out there. LeBron is fucking Twitter fingers. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. LeBron is the fucking king about about being fucking Twitter fingers. He's the main dude that's over here saying, like, Yeah, dude, we can play and have a voice. LeBron, what has any of that shit you do ever fucking done? It hasn't done absolutely fucking nothing. What these protesters are fucking doing is fucking doing something. Not the bullshit that you're doing wearing a fucking I can't breathe shirt, fucking tweeting shit out. Like, that is shit ain't doing nothing. Let's be fucking honest here. That shit ain't doing nothing. You wearing your I can't breathe shirt and all that shit, it ain't fucking doing nothing. So stop fucking saying that you guys can have a big impact by fucking tweeting shit. Because... Fucking Twitter fingers LeBron. It ain't doing shit, dude. It ain't doing nothing. What these protests are doing are fucking doing something. They're fucking finally getting results. Not you wearing your fucking I can't breathe shirts, dude. I'm sorry. If you get offended by that, just go look it up. What has it done? 
It didn't do nothing when they did it. They just protested. Like, look at what, what happened with Cap. It didn't do nothing. Like, these dudes have to take matters into their own hands. So I can see why Kyrie is adamant about that. Because the protesters are doing something. Like, they're doing something. Like, the whole movement, right now how it is, it's they're actually doing shit. Like, so that whole thing that they're saying that, you know, we can be players and we can have a voice and we can make a big impact, it's bullshit. Because they've been doing it for years. They did it with the whole Trayvon Martin thing. It didn't do nothing. They did the whole I can't breathe thing. It didn't do nothing. What What's wearing a shirt going to do? What's tweeting going to do? It's going to do nothing. It's done nothing. Like, the people out there protesting are doing shit. Jalen Brown over here making moves. Malcolm Brogdon making moves. Westbrook making moves. Curry making moves. I'm just going to throw that shit out there. LeBron at home fucking tweeting. You know? Oh, and by the way, over here tweeting fucking little dicky pictures. Thinking's fucking Colin Kaepernick. Come the fuck on, dude. Get that shit together. Well, enough about that. That is just my take on that whole Kyrie shit. Not wanting to play. And him wanting to focus up on the movement. I agree with him 100%. I also agree that the protesters getting out there and doing shit is doing shit. Not this whole shit, social media bullshit. Over here tweeting, I can't breathe. Black Lives Matter. That shit ain't doing nothing. It ain't doing shit. The protesters getting it done. Uh, with that being said, that's pretty much it for the pod. Hopefully you guys you enjoy it. I know I went on a little rant at the end, but you know I just had to say it. Because nobody fucking says that shit. Everybody is too afraid to talk shit about LeBron. Because, you know, if you're in the media, you gotta fucking kiss LeBron's ass. Too bad I'm not a big fucking podcaster i'm not huge so i can say whatever the fuck i want um yeah but yeah i just had to throw that out there because it's true it ain't doing shit tweeting shit tweeting pictures it ain't doing shit um but yeah hopefully you guys do enjoy the pod i'll probably do one like in a week or two like i said like i told you guys if i'm not really feeling it because nothing's really going on like and i don't i don't really like just talking about random shit. Because to me it feels like... You can obviously tell if I'm feeling it or not. So yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Um, hopefully you guys follow me on Twitter. At FatboyTakes. My IG is FatboyTakes. And also if you ever want to game with me. Or talk about sports. We can definitely do that on my Twitch. Uh, Twitch.tv slash StrikeFlips. Um, be safe out there. I hope you guys wear your masks. Stop being dicks. Please wear your mask. Be safe. Um, I hope you guys all have a great day. I hope you guys enjoy your evening with your family and friends. Peace out. Your boy's out of here. Later.